Hello, I'm Dean Cantu, and I want to welcome you to this episode of the Future Insight podcast. It's my pleasure to introduce our guest today, Dr. Roddy Almabuck, uh, who is the professor and coordinator of uh, professional development for teachers programs at the University of Northern Iowa. And he is also the director of the Future Institute Research Center, or the FIRC. Uh, Roddy, thanks for joining us here today. Thank you, and it's great to be with you. Absolutely. And again, what I typically do on the podcast is I ask our guests to just give a little bit of background, if you will, uh, about your professional journey uh, that uh, has brought you to this point in your professional career. So if you could give us a little bit of insight, uh, that would be appreciated. All right. My professional journey started way back in 1976 and in the uh, city of Philadelphia, where I had a few credits left toward high school. And right after high school, I went to college. I started in North Carolina in a small private college called Catawba and started an education because I knew all along that that was the nearest and dearest to my heart. But my friends were all living in the north of, of the United States. So I moved to Minnesota and uh, specifically to Winona State, where I finished my uh, undergraduate degree. I actually transferred from Winona State to St. Mary's College in the same town, but then went back to uh, Winona State after I completed my bachelor in social studies education for the secondary level. And I pursued counseling, masters in counseling, community counseling, and then I really was very, very motivated by my advisor at the master's level, uh, who was an educational psychologist. And uh, he graduated from the UFM, which I applied to University of, of uh, Minnesota. And uh, I applied to the University of Wisconsin at Madison. And I got my acceptance from Madison first. So that's where I went. I started in the spring of 83. And uh, much to my chagrin, I had to redo a thesis because I, I did a master's paper for my project at Winona State. They did not require an empirical work. So uh, that took a little bit, and which I finished. Then I was admitted officially to the doctoral program in educational psychology with emphasis in human development and a minor in learning. And that was uh, great. It opened my eyes to the world of learning, the psychology of learning and teaching and the interaction between these two. And I graduated in 1990 and I interviewed for a few jobs and I accepted the one that I have held since 1990 at the University of Northern Iowa, where I direct, uh, used to direct, I, I because I'm slowly phasing out maybe in a year or two. Uh, I used to lead the uh, teacher education training, uh, which I no longer direct. It, uh, we had to go through a transition so a person could direct it for the years to come. And uh, as far as the Future Research Institute Center, uh, in 2019, uh, the uh, director position became vacant 
because of the commitment, new commitments of the previous director. And uh, through the trust of my colleagues, the fellow the center fellows, they encouraged me to, to apply, uh, to go for it, and which I did. And here I have been <laughs> the director since 2019 until now. And I've learned so much <laughs> and uh, grew quite a bit. That's all because of the support and the guidance of, of the uh, great colleagues that uh, I've been blessed to work with. Outstanding, outstanding. And uh, in, in, let's talk a little bit more about the FIRC, if you would, and, and help our, our listeners to uh, understand uh, the, basically the, the structure, organization of the center, the, the mission, and perhaps some of the initiatives uh, that have been sponsored by the FIRC? Sure, I'd be happy to. The uh, center was established to answer really, uh, it's, it seems like a very small question, but it's huge. Why is it that high school students who leave the comfort of their high school and when they transition, especially to college, because our, our notion of transition goes to career and work, the world of work, as well as to college. But we started with the question, why is it that those students after graduation and go to the university, less than 50% complete college? What is it? Is it because they are ill prepared for the journey? Uh, do they lack some academic skills that really need to be addressed early on before they go to college? And likewise, students who move into the workforce, why is it that employers complain that they lack the requisite skills, sometimes even personal work-related uh, habits what can we do before they transition in order for them to be ready to start their career in a meaningful, in an intentional, and hopefully uh, productive in, uh, career in which they thrive? The uh, overall commitment of, of the center is to really look at this issue and to find answers through uh, rigorous research. What are the mechanisms that lead to successful, effective transition to the workplace as well as to the university and then after the university to one to, to the career pathway that a person is uh, looking at. In terms of the structure of the center, uh, there is a director and research fellows who have been selected, uh, vetted, where all the resumes have been looked at. We look at the skills uh, and the knowledge that they bring, the experiences that they have, and also their abiding commitment to students, especially this uh, issue and then this big focus of ours which is the transition. Anything that is related to transition, whether it is from 
one grade to another, whether it is from uh, the uh, 12 years of formative schooling to the university or to the military or to whatever, the world beyond high school. So besides the director, and, and, and the center is really uh, supports an existing institute, which is the Future Institute, which is also uh, an, well, an arm of 12 schools that are charter schools called concept schools. Uh, and the concept schools have, have been serving for us as uh, laboratories where whatever ideas that we generate at the center, that's where we can pilot, this is where we can test uh, our ideas in order to get at, again, uh, unpacking whatever that goes into either successful or unsuccessful transition. If it's unsuccessful, what, what does it look like? If it is a successful one, what does it look like? And how can we share what we learn through research uh, and disseminate that information and share it first with the teachers in the schools that have allowed us and invited us to do the research. And from there to other schools, whether it's private, uh, public in the US and as well as in uh, other parts of the world. And just to add in terms of the structure, um, we have uh, most of the research fellows are from the US or work in the United States, but we also have a research fellow from Canada, a research fellow from Nigeria, a research fellow from Australia. And recently we've added a research fellow who just graduated with uh, her PhD uh, and she is from the country of Bahrain. So we, uh, that is uh, a quality or, or a characteristic of the center. We want it to be an international uh, center that looks at this transition, which is, which crosses boundaries. We would like to see what transition looks like in other uh, continents and other countries. What can we learn from them? What can they learn from us? Excellent, excellent. It seems like the mission of the of the FIRC is perhaps more important today as we enter into the third decade of the 21st century than ever before, uh, both with respect to the challenges that we face as, as well as the, the opportunities uh, uh, that, uh, that present themselves. Um, talk a little bit, if you would, uh, Roddy, about the, uh, the future review, the publication that's sponsored by the, by the center. Sure. So at the center, um, we decided that since we want to, to know and learn all we can about transition, that uh, we have to start our own journal and invite leading researchers uh, to publish. And uh, Dr. John Klatt is the editor of, of that journal. And now we're heading into the third issue of it. Uh, the first one was, was hard copy. And then uh, we went into, like you say, we're advancing into the world of technology. So it's, it's uh, 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 virtual. And a number of researchers have submitted 
manuscripts, the manuscripts go through a rigorous uh, review process. And we've gotten some uh, leading researchers from very reputable institutions to publish. And some of those authors have joined us in our first uh, uh, conference uh, two years ago, uh, which was really great uh, uh, to see. So the purpose of, of the journal is again, as a vehicle, as an instrument to disseminate, disseminate and share information related to uh, transition and transition issues and trends. Uh, yeah, whether whether the uh, the researchers are from the center or from outside, and and so far most of the authors, if not all, have been from outside the center, which is wonderful. It's it's been gaining a lot of attention. Absolutely, absolutely. I know one of the other um, initiatives that has been planned and and facilitated by the center is the uh, uh, the awarding of graduate student scholarships. Um, if you could uh, share with our listeners uh, a little bit about the uh, the intent of of those uh, scholarships and and what that money is being utilized for. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Scott uh, Richardson is the. Uh, uh, he is the chair of, of the scholarship committee, the graduate scholarship committee, which is uh, a way to support and help um, budding scholars uh, just to recognize and, and uh, see the potential uh, scholars in the future, those who are going to be contributing to our knowledge about uh, the, the central mission of, of our center. So um, this year we, uh, we received more than 50 applications for the scholarships. Scholarship is, is a, you know, there is a monetary award that goes with it, but students who have received it, they love the recognition that somebody is paying attention to their work and finding it valuable. And uh, our aim for also uh, awarding these scholarships is that we would like to uh, establish a relationship with the recipients so that they can be associate fellows uh, or maybe regular full-fledged fellows at the center. I envision one day where the center would have its own uh, building with researchers whom we have established, established relationships with to be uh, residents or visiting uh, scholars at, at this uh, center. So that is the idea to support and uh, to establish relationships all for the sake of advancing our knowledge. Excellent. And, and I'm really pleased that you're joining us here today as well, Roddy, because I know we're on the eve of, uh, of a big event that's sponsored uh, uh, by, the, uh, by the center known as the World Future Forum, uh, which is going to be held over the next two days here. Uh, if you could uh, share with the, uh, the listeners a little bit uh, about the, uh, the World Future Forum. Um, I know that this is obviously not the first time that this uh, conference has been held. Uh, uh, but uh, but I know you've got uh, uh, an agenda and you've got a program with some some incredible speakers. So if you could give us a little bit of insight into uh, what's going to take place over the next couple of days, that would be great. Sure. Yeah, we're all very excited about this big event. It's our 
conference. Uh, the first one was face-to-face, -face, but because of the uh, pandemic, uh, we were compelled, forced to hold it virtually. And we wanted to go ahead with it last year, but the pandemic was, uh, we didn't know a whole lot about it and no vaccines were available. So we decided to wait a year. So this uh, year's conference, uh, we have great panels and breakout sessions. The, um, we have a panel that's gonna start right away in the morning with the international uh, leaders in education. Uh, we will also have leaders in the, in the workforce, and I believe that you will be moderating that, that panel discussion so that we're covering both the academic as well as you know those who transition to the university and what that transition looks like from the vantage point or the perspective of, of those leaders and their institutions' uh, experiences with transition and what their institutions do to ease and facilitate the transition of students. And you will be talking with leaders in the industry and, and the workforce to look at how, what they do and what they see in terms of students coming in and the, uh, the skills that they would like to see or they probably see uh, and the recommendations for, again, for our work, what is it that needs to be done uh, before they graduate from high school to prepare them for that. We also have a panel with uh, authors who have published at our journal to share their experiences. I think those experiences are very, very important. Uh, I think they can serve to inspire, inspire people to, uh, uh, to uh, do research, uh, to read, and uh, maybe to read more. Maybe they'll ignite their curiosity as to this uh, beast we call transition if, if they don't know a whole lot about it. So th that's going to be exciting. Uh, we will have uh, uh, also a panel with the recipients of, the, of this year's uh, graduate scholarship. And I know that uh, the recipients have already been recognized for their exceptional uh, work and, and research. So uh, I am personally really looking forward to hearing from these uh, young scholars. And, uh, you know, I, I always get a lot of energy from their enthusiasm and their ambition. Uh, it, it kinda, it's very contagious. Uh, the breakout sessions, we will look at the uh, pra best practices, uh, people's experiences, uh, findings from research. Uh, all of that is going to be just uh, um, a great buffet of intellectual food that I don't think two days we're not going to get full. It's a, we're going to yearn for more. And that will uh, give us also the time to reflect on what we learned from this conference so we can prepare for the next one. No sooner do we finish this than we start uh, preparing for the uh, third one. Absolutely, absolutely. And I like the, the moniker you gave it, the buffet of, of intellectual food, because it really is. And there's something there for everyone. Um, uh, absolutely. Um, we've just got a, a minute or two remaining, uh, Roddy. Could you uh, share with our listeners any final uh, reflections or, or anything relative to what might be on the horizon for the, uh, for the FIRC? 
Yes, I can uh, mention two at least. One is that as a center, we would like to have our own group of uh, reviewers so we can review research proposals instead of research fellows going through their own universities to get uh, the IRB uh, approval. We would like to have that in the house. Uh, we can always use reviewers from the outside other universities, but, but we would like to have our own process. And the second is, uh, I think we're at a point where we have a number of research projects uh, where we can apply for external funding so that we can um, begin or continue actually building on what we have already started, all the research projects and studies. So that is, that is uh, an, another direction. Uh, if I may add, as we apply for funding, uh, we're gonna add probably look for more uh, fellows so we can produce more and, and do more research to share with the world. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for giving us insight uh, into the center and all of the, the various activities and initiatives, uh, events that the, uh, the center uh, sponsors. Uh, again, uh, I want to thank uh, our guest today, Dr. Radi Al-Mabuk, uh, who is the director of the Future Institute Research Center and the professor and coordinator of professional development for teachers programs at the University of Northern Iowa. We appreciate you joining us here today and we appreciate you listeners joining us for this episode of the Future Insight. And so uh, until next time, uh, take care and stay well. Thank you so much. Really Thank appreciate you. it.